It's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 74, and we've made it. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Okay. So it's May 1st, and we're doing our What's Coming Up in May episode. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, guys. And Mike. May there. Hi there. Ho there. <laughs> the May puns keep coming, and they probably will keep coming. I don't know. I don't know how much we can uh, stretch this out. But yes, we are doing our What's Coming Up in May episode. Uh, we've got uh, maybe a lighter month than we've had recently, but it's probably a good thing. There's a lot to catch up on. Um, there's, there's, uh, it's been heavy. It's been heavy game early quarter. It's been heavy movie and show. Lots of shows, tons of stuff. So, um, you know, maybe May's given us a little bit of a break. Um, Mike, the last time we were on, you said you finished Tunic. You were maybe jumping into Wild West or Weird West, uh, the weirdest, wildest West of them all. Uh, have Have you done any uh, weirding out? Have not because <laughs> because uh, the day I was gonna play it, it was like, oh yeah, Rogue Legacy Two is out. Like, oh mm-hmm. all right, like I'm <laughs> I'm playing that instead, uh, and that's been really fun. Uh, Rogue Legacy One was a cool roguelike, a la like a Hades or Binding of Isaac or something, where um, you play as like a knight, and every time you go through the castle, you're getting gold and stuff. You're trying to beat these bosses, blah, 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 to fight, you know, the evil, whatever. But the real draw is, like, just uh, every time you die, you pick a new uh, heir from your character, like, and uh, that that person's going to have these weird traits that go with them. Like, they might be gigantic. They might uh, be colorblind, so the whole world appears black and white. Just little, little things like that. Um, and the sequel... Uh, improves on all this kind of stuff. It really expands on the the class systems. Uh, in the first game, the classes were just like, oh, either you're going to have a sword or you're going to have a bow or you're going to have, you know. But this one, there's really, uh, uh, every class has a talent. So there's a lot of difference in in the classes now. And uh, and then you're going out, you're doing these runs, you're getting the gold, you're, bringing, you're able to bring the gold back. And that's where you improve your character in this like, uh, Cat, like hub little hub world you're you're expanding this like castle every time you build a new little addition to it you could learn new stuff unlock a new class and and things like that it, and it and it's tough the game is uh is pretty hard i haven't beaten the first boss yet but uh yeah rogue that that one has been uh taking up my time and that's only on uh xbox right now and it is not on game pass it's 20 bucks oh wow Twenty bucks is reasonable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally. I didn't. I didn't blink at it. I instantly. <laughs> and I've installed Bug Snacks as well, which is on Game Game Pass. That was kind of on PlayStation for the first like year and a half. Now it's. I think it might even be on Switch. I, I, but uh, I installed that. I'm excited to uh, to try that as well. And I think the DLC for it is just free and added. I, I oh, think. Oh, nice. Uh, big bug snack Islander or whatever it's called so existential pokemon gotcha yeah um yeah. <laughs> so on rogue legacy there's no difficulty levels it's just it's just pretty pretty tough 
Yeah, and I mean it's it's as tough as like a Hollow Knight or uh, you know Hades. Hades, any of those kind of thing. It's not different than than that, but that's the kind of the point. It's really the game is really threat assessment. Entering one of these rooms and like, okay, let's deal with the flying guy first. Let's deal, you know, those guys on the ground can wait, and uh, knowing what you have in your toolbox to to deal with it. Loved Hades. I if this is anything like like Hades, um, how how are you liking? Have you gotten like this? Is there any story? Is is does it matter? Or is it more the gameplay that's really driving it? Um, the story you're you're finding notes every run. You're you you'll find like a new note, and there's like these two characters that are writing back and forth. They're only using their first initial, so it's like mystery, you know, like who are these characters? And uh, you're actually finding. What I've liked so far, you're finding uh, notes from the first boss, mm. and uh, that's pretty. It's pretty fun to learn, you know, his uh, personality, I guess. Because normally in these games, you wouldn't know uh, any. Like, you know, he's just a, a lich king. Okay, <laughs> that's all I. But uh, yeah, the the story is is at least more than just there so far. There's there's something there, nice. and the first game had had a, a decent little story too. So is this like a direct sequel? Like, are there elements from the first that are like touched on or anything else or just kind of two different things? Uh, not so far. Mm. No. Um, I think it's completely new. And the first one, it was like, you're right outside the castle you're exploring. And this one, it seems like it, where you're exploring is on an Island. Like Sharon has to boat you out and uh, that's the excuse to because uh, once you come back and spend your money, you might be left with some money. But he he charges you what you have left in order to boat you to the. So that's that. So oh. they're even doing like the Hades boatman thing as well. Oh. A lot of Sharon in game, you know, Forgotten City as well. A lot yes, of, a lot of Sharon love. Holy I think smokes. I'm pronouncing that right. I don't. It's Greek. I, I think it's. I think it's Our changed order. to, to in, in, in different Forgotten people, City, different it's times. It's literally Karen, you know. So there you go. Uh, but, well, I'm uh, going to call him Charles. Charles. I, I, dig <laughs> I dig it. You know, you get to be your own man. Uh, Severance, Kayla. We yes. powered through that. What What did you think? Um, I don't know if I've asked you. I liked it. Um. They, I don't want to say they set up a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of just weird stuff going on. <laughs> um, really interesting. It's uh, Severance is with, it's on Apple TV. It's with Adam Scott, directed by Ben Stiller, uh, which I found very interesting. I didn't know he's been directing stuff for like ever, and it's really oh, yeah. uh, well received. I, I, I didn't really realize that. Um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's, some, it's some funky, some funky stuff. What did you think of that last episode? I've got, I've got major thoughts on that last episode. Uh, I need more. I felt like <laughs> they leave you hanging. Yeah. Definitely. Because Eric and I had that conversation like, well, they're going to, I mean, here's, there's one big mystery and they're going to have to wrap that up by the end of the season. What are they going to do for a season two? 
Uh, but there's there's stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely... That was one thing I was concerned about. We did talk about, like... Oh man, how 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 would what is the season two? Because they they announced maybe like midway through season one that they had gotten picked up for for a second season. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, man, I I don't know what what that is, you know? Because there's kind of this central mystery going on of like, what are these people doing? Um, we I described it on a previous episode, but Severance is essentially, uh, you get an implant, you work for this company, you get an implant, and when you go to work, you go into this building. You go downstairs and you only know your work while you're at work and you only know your outside life when you're outside. The, the implant somehow does that. So your inside and your outside mind never talk to each other. Uh, so it's a really wild concept and everything else. And like the the main crux or the main like driving thing is like, OK, what are the people on the inside doing? Because they show you very little of like what they're doing. Um, and they're kind of finding out too, because they're almost like children while they're on the inside. They're like learning every, they don't know anything of their past or who they are on the outside. They don't know what it's like outside. They're like, there's a zombie apocalypse out there yeah. and we're here solving the problem. As far as they know. Yeah. It could literally be the outside world could be literally anything. So it's super compelling. Um, and like the conversations that they have, it kind of centers around like four people, Adam Scott and three other um, you know, of his coworkers and, uh, and, you know, they're, they're in this really, I mentioned on a previous episode, it's, it's very control. Like they're in this like kind of nondescript office setting, but it's very mysterious. The technology is a little weird. Um, not in a sci-fi, it's like a weird retro futuristic kind of technology thing. It's like on. a intercom speaker thing that the, the board talks to you through you like never see the board you never really even hear them they're just like there yeah making static so super compelling i I, it's gonna come up i don't want to like spoil it for the nonsense of the year awards um but that final episode to me was one of the most like tense kind of episode like 45 minutes i've seen in in a long time there's just like a um a scheme a plot that's going on uh, in that episode, and and that's the entire thing. There's very little setup. It's just like, okay, we're gonna hatch this plan. We're gonna we're gonna do this, and um, it's all kind of on a time limit in in a sense. And um, it it was it was really good. Like I was a little iffy up until that point. I think there's nine episodes total, mm-hmm. and throughout mm-hmm. the first eight, I'm like, ah, I dig it. I like the concept, but it didn't feel like it was going anywhere or like it was going to wrap up in in a in a satisfying way um but uh it it left me feeling really good i i really enjoy i want to like fully give my endorsement of like check out severance (laughs) uh at this point man i gotta i gotta watch it yeah it's uh and it's it's they i think they really do well with with the concept it's very confusing that was one part of it that was a little like hard especially early on because like they're building out this world in a very like subtle way um and it's hard it's like okay how does this work how like what they go in the elevator and their mind like the implant turns on okay i kind of sort of get that and all about that it's It's, very so interesting like you think oh yeah i'd love to go to work and not think about my worries at home that sounds great sign me up but you know nothing. Yeah. You like 
It's weird. And you get little hints at, like, the motivations for each... Like, Adam Scott, right away, we know his motivation, like, why he has become severed. So, like, episode one, you're going to figure that out, like, right away. But then you kind of... The other characters, like, oh, why why is this person choosing to do this and, and stuff? And it, it builds out, like, what the political landscape looks like, too, in, in the world. Um, it's got, like, some far-reaching kind of consequences or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, don't want to give really anything else out because it's well frankly i I don't think i know uh it's just not like it's definitely a show that leaves you with a lot of questions but um super compelling and they're like 45 ish minute episodes i think they like vacillate between like 40 to 50 minute episodes primarily Mm. and there's nine of them nice um kayla mentioned like feeling uh like when you're you're in the middle of a season or something, you think things are gonna wrap like you think they're gonna solve like a whole thing. I've kind of struggled with that with with even games and movies and stuff of just not knowing whether something's gonna be limited or something's gonna continue on and 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 managing those expectations mm. while you're in the moat like is tough. Mm. I remember with like God of War twenty eighteen feeling like, okay, they're gonna okay, we're gonna meet Thor. We're gonna see Odin. It's gonna, and then not, none of that happening, and feeling kind of uh, let down by the end mm-hmm. of the War mm-hmm. and having, and then later on, like, okay, I was, you know, I shouldn't have felt that way. I shouldn't have, mm-hmm. you know. There's obviously going to be two or three more of these things, and uh, yeah, even w- with shows and stuff, like, okay, are they going to wrap all this up? Are they? Is there going to yeah, be more? Is this going to be two or three seasons? Like, it's so tough to. To manage that now. And sometimes they want to, you know, they're, they're trying for that. Right. <laughs> they want more, but don't always get it. Yeah. I think this story is big enough for multiple seasons. Um, and we're getting at least two. I do prefer like a limited series. I do prefer like knowing that, all right, something's good. Like I am going to get a wrap up or something. I am a little concerned, like, Westworld um on, on HBO dealt with a lot of very similar like themes and concepts and was really really cool but after the first season it opened it up in like a big way like expanded the world and and everything about like the Westworld story um I wouldn't say Severance has done that but like I see a similar path where they could and I'm a little concerned because once Westworld did it I was just not as it it wasn't as interesting um it, it, when it was confined to like a handful of characters confined to a smaller space and and smaller stakes almost like it was cooler and and that's what season 1 of severance kind of is but i could see a path where it's like oh man they're going to span this out in some way shape or form and i i'd be a little concerned so yeah but no, I, I, you, you should watch it. Everyone out there should, should watch it. I, I think it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and we watched it. We're probably what over three sessions, maybe. Like we, we a week. It. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's, com- it's compulsive in that way. Every episode kind of ends on like a little of a cliffhanger, at least, like to where, all right, you, you want to put on that next one. Uh, so pretty, pretty. Good. Yeah. Th- that and like a show like uh, I've heard so much good things about Yellow Jackets, the Showtime show. Mm. I really want to see that too, and it seems like they kind of could share the same mind space a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So just get you know two more streaming services. Yeah. What's, what's two more? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 
You're right. Gosh. <laughs> they really the should do everybody. <laughs> they really should do a thing where like they package them all in and you pay like a lump fee every month. Ah. And you have different like channels, you know, like where you can just go on all of them, and maybe be like two hundred bucks a month, something like that. You know? Channels, Ch- yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. But, oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. Do something like that. Wow. Oh, uh, so May. maybe a guide to help us. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, but I'd, I'd probably do it blue, blue background. You know, I'd probably uh, like a nice blue. Scrolls. I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think nice so. Music. Yeah. Music. People right. like that. I like it. Uh. Little clock, little clock action <laughs> to let people know what time it is. Day before I had a cell phone, that was my clock. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. So May, I mentioned it's a little lighter, but we have we got stuff. We got some compelling things that uh that should be fun. Uh so let's get right on it. Uh May 5th has two kind of completely different items. One's a game, uh Trek to Yomi. I think that's how it's pronounced. Black and white samurai game side scrolling coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. This is from uh, Devolver Digital, uh, so it's it got the the indie indie roots there. It just looks really cool. Um, it looks like the combat's kind of basic. Um, if you think of like an old black and white samurai movie, and you put that on a two and a half D kind of field where you're side scrolling, that's that's what we're looking at here. You seem to be like a uh, a samurai, um, just kill another sword wielding samurais and it looks like there are some like larger enemies boss type enemies as well but just visually it looks really really cool it's like a super stylized version of like a a beat em up or something like that where enemies are coming from the background and foreground at you um it seems like there's some environmental items that you can maybe interact with i saw in in the trailer uh, it looks like you could like drop things maybe on on various enemies that are in the background or foreground, um, but just really cool looking like a, a game that I I don't know whether I, I'd want to play it or not, but it like I'd I'd watch a let's play or or something, um, or I, I can imagine it looks um, you know it might be memeable in, in a sense uh, because it's it seems like hyper violent as well. What what did you think of of the trailer, Kayla? Uh, I thought it looked really, really pretty. I mean, what else can I say? You covered it. Looks really pretty. <laughs> cheap. Yeah, it, look, it looks like it's really cheap and probably not too long. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. it, it listed at like eighteen bucks or something. Like, mm-hmm. so I think it's a small thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big trend now. Well, a sort of trend now with you know Ghost of Tsushima on PS4, and now now this the whole wandering samurai thing. But I guess that's been. It's, Tale as old as time, right? So it's it's not really a new, a new thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll be looking out for this one just from like a a cool visual thing. I bet you like the trailer that they've released is like two minutes long, and it shows a lot. It shows like some fire tech and some you know some really cool visuals, um, all done in in black and white. But um, I'm interested to see with these like larger enemies and boss battles and stuff what what they do with that because it's just the style it just like kind of 
reeks of style. Uh, so that's Trek to Yomi coming to PlayStation, Xbox, PC, May 5th. Also May 5th, we have The Staircase coming to HBO Max. It's a new limited series. Apparently it's um, based on like a true story. Uh, it's a kind of a murder mystery, uh, but featuring um, Colin Firth and Tony Collette in, in the lead roles. They are a married couple of, uh, it looks like they have like, I don't know, eight children or something. I don't know like- if it's mixed. It kind of gives mixed like, feelings. Yeah, like a blended family. I know that there's of. an ex-wife, so... Right. And the entire kind of series seems to focus on um, Tony Collette's death. Uh, the, the wife's death. Um, it, it seems like she has fallen down a staircase. It's called The Staircase. And it's it's all about finding what happened. Because it seems to be that there could be foul play like specifically they're they're looking at the husband colin firth um for this but like the rest of the cast like the kids it's like dane dehan sophie turner um and and just like tony collette just in anything i kind of want to i i really really like her captivating yes captivating great great term yeah um and she it seems like she's really getting to do things i i don't know how they're gonna i guess it's gonna be mostly like flashbacks and and things but um, just like a, it looks like a cool limited drama. Have you have you checked this out much, Mike? I just kind of heard about it recently. Um, I've heard that Colin Firth gives like a great performance in it, and uh, watching the trailer, uh, and it's on HBO. Like, sign me up. I, I most most anything HBO does, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll I'll check this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I like it. it. It is a limited series too, like how we were talking just you know, a couple minutes ago. Like we, we'll find out what happens, I guess. You know, it, um, it'll end. Yeah, it seems like there's an interesting wrinkle too. They they mentioned in the trailer. It looks like at some point during the the trial or during this, like um, that there a French film crew is is like wanting to make a a documentary. So it's kind of a a meta thing going on like we're watching them them make a a documentary about this like thing uh this crime Mm. so interesting interesting uh concept but that's uh like you said eddie you know a a limited series coming to hbo max with like big time actors like tony collette and colin first like a nintendo seal approval stamped exactly so that's the staircase uh coming to hbo max may 5th the next day um we get dr strange in the multiverse of madness uh they've given us a lot of this uh in in multiple trailers i think we're on like the fourth trailer or something at this point who needs to see it now uh, yeah who knows maybe they'll subvert our expectations or you know, trick. Maybe it was some trickery or whatever else. But we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of this movie. We I think kind the of movie's know. gonna be a lot more. I think honestly. so too. I do. Yeah. I do. I, I think it's gonna be a lot. I haven't checked the runtime. What are we looking at? Another like three hour movie here? Uh, it's gonna be probably two and a half. It's gonna be like No Way Home kind of length. I would think maybe. Yeah. Excited for Sam Raimi. You know. <laughs> right. Right yeah so we're we're, uh we're getting we're getting uh sam raimi back uh into the fold uh for the first time working working with um disney now uh he was you know instrumental in all of the sony spider-man uh movies back 
20 years ago at this point. Um, yeah. A lot of fun quotes coming from him, like on the the media circuit for the movie and stuff. Like he, there was a script for Spider-Man four that, that didn't get made and just interesting stuff like that hearing, hearing about just his experiences with those movies. And at least knowing there's some, whatever bad blood or bad feelings, whatever was then that they've moved past it now. And maybe he could stick around and keep, keep making more Marvel stuff, more cool stuff. Yeah. We need more weird Marvel and and that's me. So, well, we've been getting that lately with Moon Knight and stuff. So, yeah, oh, yeah. The runtime is one hour and fifty-five minutes. Wow, oh, that's, that's good. Gosh, that's a that's a mini movie for Marvel. Uh, goodness, there are, right? How there are they going to get anything done? <laughs> hella show times available. <laughs> good, good. We'll be able to get some tickets. Uh, that's good. Um, yeah, so this will this will be interesting. Seems like they're introducing some some new characters, and we've got uh, you know Scarlet Witch and and Doctor Strange, and um, maybe some other exciting things come. Familiar voices in that last yeah. trailer that I saw. So the suit yes. that was like Super Bowl trailer, though. Yeah. I've been I've avoided everything. Since. Good, good. The trailers are yeah. like an hour and fifty five minutes, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. each. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We will see. But uh, what? Just quick pulse on on Marvel right now. Are we are we still positive? You you mentioned um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. We've got one more episode. Um, we've gotten quite a bit. You know, in the last twelve months, uh, series, movies, everything else. We we got Spider Man. Um, what what's what's your pulse on it, Kayla? Right now, uh, Oscar Isaac is killing it. Um, I'm enjoying Moon Knight. I really enjoyed the last episode of Moon Knight. Um, I I'm here for Marvel. My my only thing is I feel like they're they're showing too much in trailers, but that's just as trailers go. Um, and I'm I'm interested to see how much of What If does partake in uh, Doctor Strange. Something we've talked about before. So You're if you haven't seen this, What If, on this sticking point, this What If thing, Kayla. You're- I think it plays a part. I just think it's really interesting that like this super. It seemed like it was just like a throwaway show, something that they were just like, ah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. It's fine. It doesn't. It's not going to be too much. And then it's like the moving point forward. It just seems so uh, interesting. Gotcha. gotcha. How about you, Mike? What what you feeling about Marvel right now? Ah, uh, treading water. Kind of just Moon Knight's cool so far. I don't know how or if it's going to fit in that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it's going to be the last episode, you know, so what is mm-hmm. it going to I don't know how satisfying that's going to feel, how they tie it to where we're at. Um, or if it doesn't even have to, if it's just its own thing, which would be fine. But um, I don't know. At Loki, I was kind of at a high and now it's been like, OK, we're. Since then, like, what? Where's this going? Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, Doctor Strange will get some momentum going with the storyline, and we'll know where we're at. It's it seem it's been tough for them so far, just kind of getting away from that that last saga. I guess. Yeah, coming off of the Infinity Saga. Yeah, yeah, I it's agree. like they put all the filler right <laughs> for like a. We got two years of filler, and then we're gonna. <laughs> 
you know, then we'll fight uh, Cell. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming to theaters May 6th. Uh, you heard it here first. Cell is going to be from Dragon Ball Z in the Multiverse of Madness. You heard it here first. Um May 10th, we get Salt and Sacrifice coming to uh, just PlayStation and PC. So that's PS4, PS5, and PC. Um, you played the uh, prequel, but the first one of these, Salt and Sanctuary, right, Mike? I did, yeah. I played a bit of it. Um, that game is is just take, take some Dark Souls, take a Metroidvania, take an ugly art style, mash them together, and... Uh, it was fun. It was cool. It's very difficult. Uh, kind of. It was. I found it hard to navigate. Like to remember. I don't remember there being a map, and it was hard to uh, remember exactly. You know. Okay, I have a double jump now. I can go back and get that ring that was off in the distance somewhere, out of reach. And uh, it was. It was fine. It seemed like. This one uh, could be a, a much looks like a much smoother experience, I think, than than that first one. Probably a little more uh, holding your hand a little bit. Um, it seems really multiplayer focused, like having a faction, kind of like a Pokemon Go thing, almost or something. You know, which which team are you going to be a part of? Seems like I think there's four or five of them. Dark Souls has played with some of that stuff too, yeah. joining different, yeah. yeah. That that's what I yeah felt like definitely they they've definitely played up that aspect of like PvP um, competitive and also like um, cooperative modes and stuff like that too uh, but based by factions it seems like 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 you were saying so. yeah it seemed like defeating certain bosses in this world will you know go towards your uh, your faction's overall rank or something I think right is that what that's I think what's so it, it very much seemed like definitely. it yeah. Yeah, but what did you I think? think this of? one is straight up co-op too. Uh, I don't know if the first one had any of that, but that could yeah. be fun and and well needed in this game. I think and adding having an extra person in these games is always uh, <laughs> helpful. <laughs> I agree, and with like Elden Ring and Dark Souls and all those, the the cooperative nature of those is always so weird and like hard to to use in, in a lot of ways. If this streamlines that. In a, in a way where you can just yeah. jump in, jump out, or something like that. Um, maybe we'd actually play this one, Kayla. What, what, what did you think of this one? Um, it was my first uh, encounter with it. I don't know anything about the predecessor, but I thought it looked interesting. I thought it looked uh, very um, wanting to be spooky, like having spooky elements. Not necessarily that it's going to be scary, but like, you know, dark fantasy like creatures yeah. and stuff which i'm always into the yeah. the monsters and bosses and stuff in the first one had a real just brutal kind of um if you've seen that uh like darkest dungeon that art style kind of thing a real gothicy horror uh uh art to it yeah i would like that difficulty uh difficulty wise might be um you know problematic <laughs> for me but it was really just difficult in the fact like okay this thing's gonna if i get hit by this thing it's gonna hurt a lot of course like a like a souls game and just knowing just getting the patterns it was a lot of just knowing the we patterns. can do that yeah, yeah. 
We've beaten Portal 2. We can do that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salt and Sacrifice coming to PlayStation 4 and 5 and PC May 10th. Hacks Season 2 coming to HBO Max May 12th. You finished Season 1, right, Mike? You really enjoyed Season 1? I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gene Smart was really the standout for me in that season. Um, and that was all about her kind of dealing with uh, her run, or like Vegas comedy run coming to a close and that part of her life. And now she's going to break out and go on tour She's the whole tr- the first trailers like her, you know, getting this extravagant bus and uh, Jackie from Roseanne is going to be like her, <laughs> like <laughs> roadie or something like that. It seems uh, I forget her name, but. Uh, uh, and there's still like a, a lingering mystery from the first season, like a, a double crossing that might uh, come to head here with her, uh, her assistant slash like joke writer character. I, f- I forget her name, but. Uh, I'm I'm invested. I'm in. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this too. Do some uh, hacks and staircase Ooh. double double feature nights. Probably get both those <laughs> episodes out of the way on the mm. HBO. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you What do you guys think? Mm. Are you are you gonna maybe start on this one sometime? Start on season one. <laughs> Kayla mentioned it while we were watching the season two trailer. Um. It's it's the opposite of like what the Marvel trailers have been. I feel like it w- it was really really good because it didn't spoil season one in any way. I like I don't know how much it it could have. Um, maybe maybe it could have spoiled some stuff. But it like introduced the characters in a cool way, like that they have a, a story and like and it was just really compelling. They're I, going I, on tour. Yeah, and I was all. It's a decent size. Tra- it was like th- three minutes or something too. Yeah. Um, but like, all right, cool. Like. I, I haven't seen season one and I didn't need to almost like in, to to really get what was going on in, in this trailer. So I it it got me. I mean, when you were talking about it last year, um, I, I thought it sounded great. And Jean Smart's really, really fun. So I think she can definitely um, do the job of like uh, being a headliner uh, of a show like this. Um, so she's great. I Ever since seeing her like in The Watchmen and in Fargo. Um, last year in Mare, of course, and mm. she's she's excellent, and she's really good in this. Um, she pulls off. She's kind of like the. Uh, oh man, she passed away a few years ago. She was always on the red carpet stuff on E, oh, the old timey comedian yes. woman. Yes, uh, very much so. That's exactly what I. I guess maybe she's trying to kind of. Uh, that kind of yeah old. Old comedy, uh, Joan Rivers. New comedy, Joan Rivers. Thank you. Yes, yes. I would have hated yeah. myself for if we didn't get that. Uh, she very much f- feels like yeah. Joan Rivers. They got a lot of physical comedy. They do a lot, a lot with their face, facial expressions and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, learning about those, they do a good job of of uh, you know peeling the onion layers of both of those characters uh, and finding out more and more about them throughout that first season. So. Interesting. I'd check it out. It's good. It's worth it. Giving me like funny people vibes a, a little bit. So that's, uh, you know, that, that flop of 2009. It, yeah, it, it is. It does have funny people stuff going on. Just that kind of existential. Oh, was there? Kind of, yeah. Like what's, what am I, you know, what, 
I've been doing this my whole life kind of thing, you know, what, what, you know, that. Has been, that's the more term that yeah. I wanted. Yeah. Awesome. So that's coming back to Glory HBO days. Max for season two on uh, May 12th. Next day, we get a trio of uh, three movies that couldn't be any different from each other. Uh, we've got the remake of Firestarter, the 1984 Drew Barrymore uh, movie adaptation of a Stephen King story. Uh, this uh, this is starring uh, Zac Efron, um, and I want Kayla. I think has mentioned like we both kind of want him to do more stuff. I I I really I really dig uh, Zac Efron. Um, and he's playing the, it looks like the father probably of, um, of the fire starter of the little girl that, uh, that the role that Drew Barrymore played in the original movie, who is basically a superhero who can start fires with her mind. Um, not a super wild, you know, concept or anything else. She can start fires with her mind and that is dangerous and scary. Um, but it just, it looks good. And like, I, I felt like the, um, the quality looked pretty solid uh like that that 84 movie i've never watched it but i've seen like clips and things of that nature and it's kind of low budget uh in, in a lot of ways this, this fire like- it's hard cgi fire that'd be hard shit exactly yeah <laughs> and maybe we finally maybe we are able to uh do this um better at least right if what, what do you think of this one mike Sorry, man. I'm still reeling from that. Zach Efron is a father. <laughs> Opener you had because to me he's still like 18 years old, like singing about basketball and shit. In, in those, uh, he's come so far since then. Yeah, yeah. I felt real old there. Neighbors, uh, man. Neighbors. Uh, always, you know. <laughs> and the Ted Bundy. The Ted Bundy is a nice look at, at him being able to do uh, dramatic roles as Good well. Good call. Nice, yeah. Because he's obviously uh, funny and fit, so he's fine <laughs> at being like one of those like you know douchebag college dudes. But he's also good at being a serial killer rapist. So, <laughs> yeah, the kids caught wind of this and they were kind of seemed excited. And I'm I'm looking at the rating now, and it's a, it's an R. So yeah. It looks like or an R. <laughs> yeah. Even the trailer seems to be pretty, yeah, like they don't really hold back in the in the trailer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I've never seen the original, never read the book. Mm-mm. Yeah. So this is coming to theaters and Peacock at the same time. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, I have Peacock, so. Oh, there you go. Maybe I'll you never, you never got rid of it. I thought, I thought we discussed this. Never got rid of it. <laughs> I, I gotta keep it now. I gotta watch, watch Firestarter. I got May fourteenth. You, you could, you could cut that, cut that subscription. Uh, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the bag for May as it is. I probably so. Like. Um. So shifting gears a bit, uh, from Firestarter on the count of three. This is really compelling, interesting movie. Uh, I just, I was perusing what's coming up in May, had not heard of this movie until very recently. And uh, it's it's a limited release coming to theaters on the 13th. It um, stars uh, Gerard Carmichael and uh, Christopher Abbott uh, are the two um, not familiar with much of their work. I think I've seen Gerard gerard carmichael's uh one of his stand-up specials i think i watched um on hbo um funny dude but uh 
the subject matter on this one's a little a little intense so it's two guys who basically make a, a suicide pact they've been dealing with um issues in the modern world and they decide they want to take each other's life uh so they come uh in uh, they they find some guns they each find a, a gun somehow uh and their plan is just to shoot each other in the face uh which is is intense but on the count of three on the count of three exactly <laughs> but they decide like they're gonna make the most of their last day on on the planet and they're gonna go do some some good in in whatever way and it's it very much i got like uncut gem vibes to it sure um where it seems like it's gonna be real intense really like we got this time constraint of by the end of the day these two dudes want to want to die um but like it's also a comedy as well, like, and it's got a bunch of other, uh, looks like Tiffany Haddish and J.B. Smoove also uh, mm. in supporting roles. Um, this looks, this looks it, incredibly interesting. What, uh, what do you guys think about this one? Man, great find. Uh, I had no idea this was, you know, coming out or anything about it. And the trailer starts in a great way. They're like driving to ultimately i guess do the deed and the uh papa roach's last resort comes on and <laughs> gerard carmichael turns like no man we you can't listen to this when you're about to you know when you're thinking about what you're thinking about oh like <laughs> uh really just sets the tone for what what, what we're gonna go on with this one mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see like the conversations around it. I it's a limited release. I don't I haven't gotten like it it is like a a gem out there. I I haven't seen much about it until like trying to 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 find information and check out the trailer and stuff. Um but if it comes out and it does well, I I you know, that's a heady subject of suicide and making I don't think they're making light of it. But like doing it in a, a comedic fashion is going to get a lot of people talking, so that's going to be a real interesting thing. It's definitely something that will be explored, you know, just like that whole headspace. Yeah. So and uh, Christopher Abbott was good, really good in uh, it comes at or at night. It comes. Mm-hmm, at, he mm-hmm. was like the the family that shows up, like you know and. And sick and stuff like that in that one. So mm, we were tough to, to recognize him. him with those blonde curls. Uh, in yeah, this yeah, he he's looks. It's got, got a Justin Timberlake uh, <laughs> <laughs> blonde curls going on in this, but uh, definitely want to check it out. I don't, I don't know how easy it's going to be to see it soon. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I would even go early. Like, I wouldn't like wait a couple weeks to see what the reviews are. I, I think it's something I want to see. Yeah, yeah. So that's on the count of three coming to theaters in a limited capacity on May thirteenth, and then wrapping up May thirteenth, we have coming to Netflix Senior Year, um, Rebel Wilson. Uh, This is like a so it's an R rated comedy, which I want as many of as as possible. Uh, I'll go just because of that. Yes. uh, So Rebel Wilson, I could kind of take her or leave her. I think she works really well as like a a 
goofy side character, you know, and she's done that in a lot of things and just over the top and, oh, I'm, you know, I'm wild and goofy and gross and stuff. And I think she does that thing really well. This is a starring role for her. Um, and, uh, and this is this is going to be interesting. It's like a it's kind of a throwback movie. She uh, is a cheerleader in 2002 and falls into some sort of coma, wakes up 20 years later and wants to finish her senior year. And obviously everything is oh, okay. uh, is very different, you know, 20 years later. But she has she has that 2002 mindset. Uh, so she's, she's in a velour jumpsuit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I felt like this was done really well in like 21 Jump Street. Um a little bit different obviously that's like a kind of a cops and robbers, you know, movie as well, but like just that Billy Madison is what this is going for. Okay. Uh, there you go. Um for, and I was thinking never been kissed. Ah, yeah. It's yeah. a mix of all of those things I think, but yeah. in yeah, R-rated comedy um starring Rebel Wilson. I I think it's got a shot. Like the trailer's funny and um if she can if she can do it, if she can do all those things like like Adam Sandler did in, in Billy Madison or like Channing Tatum or whatever in 21 Jump Street. I I I think it's got a shot to be to be pretty damn funny. Um because it's the it's the concept works for me. Like I just I, mm. I dig that. Especially it seems like they're really playing on like the 2002 nostalgia and stuff. There's a scene in the trailer where she's in her her room and she's got Britney Spears on her wall and you know just all of those kind of things. And she doesn't understand Lady Gaga and you know I I feel that's rife for just like some pretty solid like <laughs> okay yeah I get what you're doing here. Like I want to be transported back to 2002 sometimes as well. You know. Nice try, Eric, trying to get me to watch this trailer. I've seen that face <laughs> right away, that Rebel Wilson face. No thanks. No. Nah. Nice try. <laughs> I, I know you like I know it's not she's not your lady, but um this the movie looks I don't know. The movie looks alright. You're you're It's a coming of age tale. We'll probably watch we'll probably watch this, yeah. But uh Um not 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 the biggest Rebel Wilson fan, but uh Going off this uh, nostalgia, did you guys hear about uh, that 90s show? Uh, A little bit. Finally doing it? Yeah, they got kind of the whole band back together. I saw us still. Except Mm -hmm. Danny Masterson. Uh, Good good, good call. Right, right. uh, Kurt Wood Smith uh, tweeted some photos yesterday of of the script and him and uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, Rupp, Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. Kitty's actress, uh, them together. And man... That's yeah. They're they're gonna be some grandparents on, on there or something. Like they they look old, of course, because they are. But it just I was really upset by the idea of it at first. But then hearing okay, they did get Ashton Kutcher, they did get Mila and uh, Donna's actress. I forget her name. And uh, uh, Topher Grace is coming back too. So underrated Topher Grace, I, I think. Uh... I think he's really good. I love him in that 70s show, of course. Didn't really do much uh, that I liked after that. but Predators. Isn't he's that show like Predators. Home Economics? I never watched that. I haven't watched it. It's like out currently, though. It's like on the CW or something. Yeah. He, he was like that weirdo in traffic that was trying to... Mm. You know, <laughs> 
do weird stuff with <laughs> drugs and the girl and stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of hard for me to to shake that, I guess. After <laughs> after seeing him as Eric Foreman for oh. so many years, but uh, um, yeah. I'm sorry to derail, but uh, I'm Not I'm kind of excited for that now. No, that's that's awesome. coming to Netflix. That's going to be a Netflix. Uh, nice. Just like senior year on May thirteenth. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Excellent yeah. transition. Uh, May twentieth, we get another trio of things. Dolman is the first one. PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Um, I thought they were when this was originally announced a couple years ago. I think it was on like Xbox's stage at something. It seemed like they were playing up the the horror elements. It seemed like it was it was spooky and it does like it, it is a cosmic horror game. It's a third person uh kind of action adventure RPG game. Um with got these, returnal like, vibes from it. Yeah, but I think they're now in at least in the release trailer, it seems like they're playing up the action aspect and like the the customization of your character um the guns and and different weapons and stuff that you're going to be using more than they are playing up any sort of like you know scary nature or the monsters that you'll be fighting and stuff so that was a little upsetting to me i thought i was getting like a a horror game and this looks like more of an action game but um looks cool regardless it, it seems like it's highly they they really um kind of show you the customization weapon customization character customization um in in the trailer uh seems like there's a lot there um to to do and the monsters do look cool it looks like you're fighting these big gigantic um demon very like doom-esque kind of yeah. monsters uh get a lot of doom feels for it um what do you think of this one mike uh kind of just had a generic feel to me overall uh seemed like it was just borrowing from a lot of things and not really having it its own kind of vision of, or an interesting kind of hook mm-hmm. to it my, for my, for me. Uh, so I think I might, might, you know, pass on, on See Dolman. Dolman is called, right? Dolman. Yeah. Might be yeah. A, a game pass game, you know, down the line kind of thing. You felt the same Kayla. Like I, I remember watching the trailer and you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the trailer itself um, it didn't really give a lot. It literally just like showcased a bunch of different armor and different weapons and like the same kind of one person fighting the same kind of one creature. Um, which yeah, you've you've mentioned Returnal. Um, it gave me like Mass Effect feels just like by the visuals. Um Yeah, like the armor looks very mm-hmm. space suity. Very shepherd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> But, is this um, like a live service multiplayer thing? Like, it gave me that feel mm-hmm. too. Like, as soon as I get that from a game, I'm kind of out. Like, I check out on it. Like, if it seems like it's it did going look for like a Destiny, like a Destiny. And- yeah, it, it looked a lot like Destiny, and that might just be what you're saying, where it's taking a lot of those cues, like from an art standpoint of of these yeah. other things. Um, I I see it as a as a. Sh- it seems like a one first like a, okay. a one player action uh, RPG okay. seems like I I haven't uh, I'll have to maybe dig in into that but nothing in the trailer mentioned any sort of multiplayer or Man. the know. enigma that is Dolman what is this game? <laughs> what is, right the, what it, is Dolman I, I told it now. I've, I told I've, Eric it was like 
the opposite of what trailers have been. Like I have no what I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Dolman from Dolman? the creators of Severance coming to PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, and PC may and a Perna join it. Yeah, I think it might be. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Love, Death, and Robots season three coming to to Netflix also on May twentieth. Um, I. I know Kayla has not watched the first two seasons. I don't think you have either, right, Mike? Oh, that was just an Eric uh, journey that you took. Didn't you watch this? I have seen. I have seen I the first two I seasons. I, so I'm just. I thought both of you watched it. My bad. Yeah. No. Solo. Solo run myself. Um, animated like anthology it? series. Really enjoyed it. It it can get a little bit. Um, what's the term? Uh, I don't know. Um, Juvenile is not the right thing because it's definitely an adult themed uh, animation, but kind of edgelord, I guess, is maybe what I'm looking like. Some of the different anthologies are very like, oh, let's show boobs just to show boobs. Let's show violence just to show violence um, a a little bit here and there as opposed to like making anything compelling. But then it'll shift to something like a super wild existential um sci-fi horror episode that you know uh, and they're they're shorts they're like 15 minutes a piece usually um in wildly different animation styles which is cool so it's very much like a star wars visions um that that type of thing but um very adult like very um adult themes adult content all of that and but just well produced like really high quality animation um depending on what style they're going for and everything else and uh a lot of compelling it's it's like if black mirror was an anime almost you know it's like it's it's a mix of those things because a lot of it is like um terrible future tech and stuff like that or like the worst parts of what our our future could look like and and things of that nature um so um, but yeah, that's Love, Death, and Robots season three coming back to to Netflix um, on May twentieth. Um, I'll check it out in my free time. It's usually it's one of those things, yeah, because they're fifteen minute episodes or whatever else where you can just watch. You know, the whole season will probably be a couple hours at at most. I bet. So. But oh. the big one coming May twentieth to theaters. Our boy Alex Alex Garland. He's releasing men, folks. May twentieth. Yeah. He's doing it by himself. He's putting it out there. <laughs> um the last trailer. Have have you seen the last trailer, the most recent trailer, Mike? I don't think so. I've seen the teaser and then the like the official I remember t- messaging you like, you know, men, 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 like there's a trailer. Okay. Uh, so I've I seen th- that one. Think you haven't seen the one with Rory Culkin then. The guy from Black Mirror, the first episode. That, of- Rory, not Rory Culkin. Rory, uh, what's his last name? God. Uh, I think the- you're thinking about the right person. Yes, yeah, the guy from from Black Mirror. I, I not Rory Culkin. <laughs> Rory Culkin's part of the Culkin family. Uh, Rory. Mc- he is the men in this trailer. He is the. Okay. Right. I thought. I thought you were gonna say he was the one releasing this movie all by himself. Because it's just him. So you've seen the trailer. Okay, I felt like that trailer gave too much away. Maybe not. Maybe it will, you know, Alex Garland's stuff is is an enigma, you know. Eddie, man, yeah. You don't know. You don't know what's going on in there. 
but I feel like they were there was way too much. Too. It, it, <laughs> God, I hope not. Um, but I felt like we saw a little bit too much of the the past of the main character. Maybe um, at least she touches on some some things, and then yeah, we see God Rory. What the hell's his last name? He was just in uh, our flag means death too. He's really yeah. good in that. Yeah. Uh, can't think of his name. First time we ever saw him was um, me and Kayla at least was in uh, Penny Dreadful. He played Frankenstein's monster. That was a, it was really good. But um, Rory Kinnear. Rory, Rory Kinnear. Kinnear. Thank you. Greg Thank Kinnear's you so the English cousin. Yes, yes. I think that's that's <laughs> canon. Um, so, uh, but men look it still looks great. The the trailer gives away too much. I would say anyone if you haven't. Um, seen the the trailer that we're talking about or mentioning um go in a little maybe uh more dark than than we're going in um but alex garland doesn't disappoint in my mind like even even the lesser stuff like devs and whatnot is still compelling uh in in my opinion uh what what's your uh hype level for this mike uh pretty hype anything with jesse buckley in it i'm gonna be there for but uh she's robbed Man, I, I remember watching that trailer and then just like soaking it in like, oh, man, OK, that I don't really know what's going on here. And I kind of want to keep that. I haven't really delved too much into it. I just want to experience it and and let it let it flow over me. You know, just men just, you know, <laughs> man, you heard it here um, first. Men flowing over Mike, our new podcast. Not Rory Kinnear, though. That's a weird weird pick but uh yeah no he's he's a creepy guy he looked i remember him looking creepy being creepy in the trailer times. oh yeah uh, oh yeah and is it like she's returning back to her hometown or she's moving to a new place like i it was confusing to me what what she was doing like, i take it as like context. a vacation almost i i it, it felt okay. very much like um uh, lost daughter almost um in a sense like oh, i'm taking a retreat out to to deal with things whatever you know that that's that's what i took it as um some kind of ah, lost uh, daughters holiday. here we go let's sequel let's I love do. it man <laughs> if men's the the sequel to to lost daughter I'm, I'm into it oh what do you think kayla are you excited for men i am excited for men i i think I think even though the trailer does show a lot, I still have no idea what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah same way. Super trippy. Um, so if you like Alex Garland, if you like what we like, go check out Men in theaters May twentieth. Yeah. Gonna be a lot. Of it's fun. just tough to describe though. I don't know. I it, it is a more just go in and 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 check it out with his stuff. It's tough to to kind of give a a pitch for those. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> check out Annihilation. Check out Ex Machina. Just, just do it. Yeah. Check it all out. <laughs> okay. Uh, May twenty seventh to wrap up um, the entire month of May. We're getting four things. Uh, I'll start off with the one I don't know that any of us are going to check out, but I had to put it on the list because it's been I don't know coming out for the last three years. I think. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick coming to theaters probably, most likely, maybe, I don't know. Um, oh, this just in, Top Gun has been delayed. 
2025. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To to coincide with Avatar 2, I think they're going to uh, come out yeah. together in 2025. Um, <laughs> what's what what is there to say about Top Gun Maverick? It's the sequel to Top Gun. We got Tom Cruise. We got a picture of Val Kilmer on the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was. I've seen this trailer, so I've gone to the movies three times in the last week. Seen the trailer each time, so. And I got to. I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome or what, but they they kind of got me wanting to see Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> like seeing those plays. I've seen the first one. I've heard people like be bummed that this hasn't come out. Uh, I've never seen the first Top Gun. Uh, I know that they did some interesting stuff to record, like pilots in the cockpit. I know that. That's, that's like a, a cool. new. I get it now. Cool I kind of get why mm-hmm. people like Top Gun. Like, all right, yeah, look at those planes. Those are <laughs> they've, those things. They've invented are brand new technology, yeah, to capture all of that, like new cameras and new like ways to mount cameras and stuff like that. And oh, I, I think Tom it. Cruise has like done uh, as he always does a lot of his own like stunt work and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's like a certified fucking naval pilot now. Naval aviator, I think they call them, not not pilots. Mm, right. Uh, pilots are the ones that drive the boats, guys. Yes. Uh, did did you learn that by the people who said that in the theater? <laughs> I did learn that by the people who said that in the theater uh, while we were watching the Top Gun Maverick trailer for also yes, we our learned. Like, fifth time. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was because something. obviously boats came before planes, so they already had no. pilots claimed. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't back. I wasn't there back then. It could it could be any reason. But, uh, uh, yeah. Did either of you have that moment in the trailer where you're like, "Man, Miles Teller looks a lot like Goose." I see what they're going for here, and then they're like, "My dad trusted you, or whatever." I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's cool. That's that's a young Goose, a Goose Junior." He's right. the Gosling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miles. I mean, Miles Teller's good. Uh, I don't like his face, but I uh, he's a good actor. So I mean, I think he'll. He'll do well yeah. opposite. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. He um, like emits like an energy that I don't like. He like has like some way about the way he presents it? himself. That's it's good. He's a good actor, but it's just something that's like, ugh. That's a better way to put it you. than I don't like his face. You're right. That's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I like the way you put it. <laughs> um, but we've spent a lot of time talking about Top Gun Maverick somehow. Um, <laughs> May 27th. What people want here? <laughs> I, I do actually, before we, I, I want to stay on it, I guess. Do you guys yeah. think it will be a success? I mean, it's cost, uh, I think this movie has cost like a ton of money with like mm-hmm. these, I think there were reshoots. I think there were like production issues. We've had COVID, all of these things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is there any way people go out and this movie makes 150 million dollars or whatever it needs to make to like probably get its budget back is there any chance this is the movie that's gonna get some of the old movie goers to go and by that i mean like the people who probably liked those movies but are older now and more careful and cautious with covid and this this might get them out Uh, it's a big fun blockbuster kind of thing um, Getting ready for summer. That's probably Memorial Day weekend. 
I don't know if it would have a global appeal, like uh, a fast movie or something like that. Or oh yeah, uh, so it would yeah. have to do it domestic. I don't. I don't know. American. I, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a lot of rah 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 kind of stuff. This, <laughs> you know, like Hoorah. Like <laughs> we're gonna do America for the b- biggest war combat ever. <laughs> Yeah, whatever the, the guy says in the trailer. No, that's so. exactly what he says. The biggest war combat ever. I, I, I remember that line. Yeah, that's good. You've never experienced this, Tom Cruise. Not even you, Maverick. <laughs> Mr. Top Gun. Top Gun is anime, by the way. The way they just like, refer to everybody by their code name or whatever. It's like... I think the Air Force <laughs> in general is anime. There we go. There. Goodness There's gracious. the global appeal they need to tie into. <laughs> they need to focus on the anime of it. If the review says, if the review says that Tom Crow Tom Cruise goes Super Saiyan, I'm I'm in. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. He's trying. <laughs> Coming uh to theaters May twenty seventh. Holy smokes, we spent like 20 minutes on Top Gun. That's amazing. Uh, Bob's Burgers also coming to theaters uh, on May 27th. And we're not talking about it at all. We don't know. We, we gave that time to, to Top Gun. <laughs> this is just going to be fun. We I, we honestly don't need to go into to Kayla. No, there's huge... not too much to say. I want to see it. Yeah, it the trailer's great because it's just a bunch of quick cuts of just random ridiculousness like of what bob's burgers is but it doesn't give away too much i really don't know what's going on there's a sinkhole or something happening okay Okay. um but i was gonna ask what what's the overall kind of plot of this don't know yeah we don't really know yeah there's (laughs) a scene in the trailer where like a sinkhole is happening outside of the uh of Bob's Burgers outside of the store, but I think that's even happened before in episodes, if I remember correct. So I don't even know if that's gonna that might be a twenty minute little gag. Who knows? Um, yeah, just yeah. There's a lot going on in the trailer. A lot. Seems like it's just gonna be a two hour episode of Bob's Burgers, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me more of that. That's that's our go to bed show every every night. Um, that movie we, can't be two hours. <laughs> oh, it, it might not be. I don't. I, all movies it's got a lot of stuff my, in the trailers. Does does um but, hour uh, forty two almost close wow close enough good close to know. Enough. It's like six episodes of Bob's. I'm into it. Um, so that's the Bob's Burgers movie coming to theaters the twenty seventh. Then we have an interesting. Uh, competition here. Uh, Obi-Wan was supposed to come out on the 25th. It moved two days back, which is, I don't know why. I don't know if I've ever, you know, figured out, uh, or if, if anyone's ever come out and said why they did this, but what it looks like is they're trying to compete with Stranger Things because we're getting both of those on the 27th. Um, Disney had been releasing new content on Wednesdays, which would have been the 25th, uh, would have you know, fit right in with, uh, with Obi-Wan. Now it's on a Friday. Uh, we also get Stranger Things season four, uh, the, the final season of Stranger Things on the 27th. Um, so I guess we have a a dual conversation here, uh, Obi-Wan and Stranger Things season four. Um, which are we more excited for? Uh, Kayla. Obi-Wan. Ah, well, there you go. Boom. I'm, um, excuse me, I'm excited for both. I, um, 
We just watched the trailer for Stranger Things, even though I feel like I've seen the whole trailer on on social media of just stills. Tons of pictures came out. Tons. And I was, like, a little cranky about it. Um, But then we watched the trailer this morning, and I'm not going to lie, it it excited me. I was like, okay, White Walkers, shit's getting (laughs) weird. Huge budget. Huge. And they look so big. Oh, my God, the kids are so big. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I don't remember Billy. What the fuck happened? Um, they moved away. Uh, so Stranger Things did excite me. Uh, I am, I've always been excited for Obi-Wan. Um, always something that I've wanted. This this right here. Um, and more, and we'll see what happens with it. But uh, it's getting started at least. So I, um, I love and it. And two episodes off the bat. Oh, interesting. So that's that's what I was thinking. Like, why would you come up with something like Netflix is going to come out with a a stack of episodes and you're going to have one? Like, why would you want that to happen on the same day? You're going to get forgotten about. Seems weird. Well, I think Obi-Wan's going to keep, you know, they're doing the weekly thing. So, right, right. I think Stranger Things is going to come go, I think. Right. For me, that's a show that I feel like that should have been wrapped up couple years ago we should have had these seasons out they would keep taking their sweet ass fucking time letting these kids grow up to be 30 years old <laughs> yeah. like no uh and they've they've really lost kind of the magic of that first season for me uh that mix of horror and you know spielberg adventure kind of thing um but i am still interested i'm still gonna watch it i, I you know i want to i want to see my boy uh David Harbour, you know, come mm-hmm. back. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Obi-Wan, I'm just hoping that it's, you know, Ewan McGregor at, at, at his best again. Uh, love Ewan McGregor. And I hope it's not just a ton of boring Tatooine stuff like Boba Fett was. I know there's going to be Tatooine, of course. They, that's the only planet. In yeah, the it's the whole opening is the sand. Right, and that and that evokes, you know, like some like yeah, this is this is what it's supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi Wan looking up, looking after Luke and everything, you know, from afar. Um, but they did have that kind of uh, he will be planet hopping a bit, it seems, and and going to to other places, and you know, they've already said there's going to be some Hayden Christensen in this with mm-hmm. Invader, in so let's. Let's see what that is. If it's flashbacky stuff, if it's new stuff that doesn't that makes a new hope not make any sense anymore mm. with their relationship and that. Uh, so we'll see. It's going to be a kind of a tightrope walk that show, and I, I want to see if they they land it or not. Yeah, it's going to be interesting just with everything that they've set up across across the the land um, with Ahsoka as well. Uh, Interested to see if what happens there. Mm-hmm. This um, time period is super compelling too. It's the same time period that we've explored a little bit with, um, like Jedi Fallen Order too, and they've introduced some characters that they did a lot in, in that game. Uh, the Inquisitors uh, mm-hmm. were a, yeah. a main part of that, and they seem to be a main part in in this Obi Wan series. I'm a little concerned it's going to be too much action i guess it's weird to say that because that's what i typically want in star wars i want like 
space battles and lightsabers and fights and blasters and all that. I typically, but like, I think Obi-Wan is a super compelling character and like his, um, failure, uh, like with Anakin and everything else, the things they weren't able to really do well in the prequels, um, like because those were so CGI action and everything else and, and more Anakin focused, like, I kind of like the idea or I'm building this thing in my head of just Obi-Wan being like depressed Jedi, like just ruminating on his failures and like really, really not wanting that to happen to Luke and everything. And like, I want it to be more like internal, you know, that, that internal struggle. Cause I think you and McGregor can do that. Um, but I don't know if that's what it's going to be, especially with, like Mike said, like we've already heard that there's probably going to be some Obi-Wan and Vader stuff. Like they're going to probably fight or something. And maybe with these Inquisitors, there's going to be fights and stuff. It seems like it's going to be an action, you know, space yeah. trotting kind of adventure, which can be good, but yeah. it's maybe not what I'm I don't, hoping for. I don't know if this will be a bad thing to, to poke at, but... um. I don't think Obi-Wan will be using his lightsaber very often at all because he's in hiding. I hope so. I, I kind of hope so, thing. but who knows? Um, and they, in the trailer, they show him using a pew-pew. So, oh. blaster. He doesn't like blasters. He's, he's got them. I mean, I guess you can't really fight flying things with a lightsaber very easily. I guess you can if you're a Jedi, but I don't Jumping. It's obvious. <laughs> They've got the high ground. You can't. Right. He knows. He, he knows better. Oh. But I, note, I, I'm uh, interested. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Um, one note on, on Stranger Things season four, we are getting it in two parts. So they are um, releasing it in two parts. So we get the first part on May 27th and then we get the second in, in July, I think late, late July. So, um, you know, that'll be a thing. We aren't getting the entire finale because uh, you right. know they gotta spread it out even more than they already have uh, like mike said oh, any uh final thoughts on on may did we miss anything uh is this a compelling month uh in, i'm gone Top Gun, let's talk. Let's do more <laughs> more Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick, I think, is what we're calling Maver- it. Oh, look at us. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what the podcast title's going to be, folks. <laughs> uh, oh. It's going to be a good month overall. I, I think we've had some, some really good content months and... Uh, this one's just going to be more heavy on movies and TV. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Excellent. All right. So that is May, uh, mostly Top Gun Maverick uh, and, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 74 of the Machine of Nonsense. As always, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, drop us a line on anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense. There's a little link there. You can leave us a voicemail. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us uh, 
all about Black Panther. Tell us all about Top Gun Maverick. We want to hear from you. Episode 74 is in the books. What's coming up in May? We're getting out of here and we're saying goodbye. See ya. Bye.